Previously on the Divine Secrets of the Yo-Yo Brotherhood. Nice. <laughs> Previously on Magic, based on the novel Magic by Sapphire. Previously on God's Not Dead 5, Satan's Alley, the gang finally makes it to the town, only to discover that they're in the middle of a film shoot done by the wonderful Jambalaya Jones. Players will... Oh, whoops, fuck. <laughs> what I like about that was that you said wonderful in a way that sounded like it had been overdubbed. Like you had said something mean about Jambalaya Jones, and then Jambalaya Jones himself came in and like overdubbed it to make sure that you called him wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> this podcast edited by Jambalaya Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you've made it to the town uh, with the railroad station, um, and you are currently in a hotel with uh, Kaizo, and you're kind of oh. just waiting for the train to show up. Guys, we're in a hotel with Kaizo. <laughs> waiting for the train to show up. <laughs> it's time to, I don't know, play 20 questions or truth or dare or something. Uh, I want to turn to Treble and go... Hey, Trouble, your shoe's untied, and I'd like to roll Persuasion. Okay, go ahead and roll Persuasion. <laughs> He's a clown right now. Yeah, I was Just like, you're fully, you're fully a fucking clown right now, dude. Can, can I roll Insight? Clown. Can I roll Insight on that one? Um, sure. Insight versus Deception, I, for sure. Well, I it's got. not... It, well, it's rolling Persuasion... Oh, is his shoe untied? I got a 14. <laughs> okay. It is a wisdom-based skill. I don't know how wise Treble is. I got 18. Uh, nice, nice try, Herman, but uh, I tied these bad boys about six years ago, and they've never become untied. It's sort of like a slide-in, slide-out side of thing. <laughs> Also, I have hooves, so I don't really wear shoes, but, you know... <laughs> but I do have these ones. <laughs> but I, I do have... have... <laughs> I imagine that they're, like, flip-flop thong kind of things, like your little, like, hoof splits that so, in between. <laughs> so Herman said your shoe's untied. There's no laces on these fuckers. <laughs> no, Just none there's whatsoever. no... Is it a, is it a case where you like you have horseshoes that you have to like take off at the end of every day? <laughs> no, it's horse, it's horseshoes. Yeah, it's the it's hooves. the it's the it's the toe shoes. Oh. Okay, okay. But it's two toes. toes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll allow slander, but I will not allow slander of those shoes. Um, Henry loves those shoes, I actually. I will. I hate those. They are comfy as fuck. I'm sure um, they are, but I don't want to look at them. Well. They should come with, they should come with a cut, like a toe cover. Like a little, like. like <laughs> privacy. The, yeah, like a, pr- like a, like For a privacy courtesy. hood. <laughs> courtesy hood. So I don't have to see your toes individually separated in your shoes. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm, I'm going to bet money that everyone who's ever said they hate those shoes has never worn a pair of those shoes. No, I have. And I've worn toe socks, too, and I don't like it. I don't okay, like- I, I will say toe socks, there's still, there's still ground for that technology to be d- improved more. Um, <laughs> the t- <laughs> that was the best sentence. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I've I've found the older I get, the the more circular my my disparagement of technology gets. Even if I feel strongly about it, I have a hard time saying saying it overtly. So I have to be there's grounds and... for the technology of toe socks to be improved. I'm gonna put money on it right now. Five years from now, we're gonna find Henry on Shark Tank pitching the next generation of toe socks <laughs> please that would be great these aren't your ordinary toe socks these got a cover you're gonna have to armor the armor piercing name, though yeah <laughs> courtesy hood <laughs> okay um previously on dial in for magic footwear unleashed um so I thought I don't want to I don't want to railroad, but this might be a good opportunity to discuss how exactly you're going to get on the train. Mm, it oh, would be and, cool if oh, we did uh, have and an before, idea. Before I do that, I also meant to mention this last session. You have about probably eight hours until the train shows up, and then it will be in the station for about three while it loads loads things on and boards people so you have a little bit of time but not too much how we're gonna get on the train i'm gonna go up to the bartender and slide them a gold piece and say um good person uh so where would like the conductors for the trains or like the people working on the trains where would they hang out uh, well, before I tell you about that, um, the saloon in the hotel that you're staying in is like your classic Western, atypical cowboy saloon. It's got the, it's got the, even though it's indoors, it for some reason has those wooden doors that you could push open. Um, <laughs> we had those and... in the kitchen growing up, so it's a thing. Really? Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, just a fun fact about Bobby. Yeah, that is cool. I, I would like to have doors like that someday. <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. That's how you know you've made yeah. it. It's a symbol of class. <laughs> um, no, I, th I think those are really cool. I just think they're neat. Anyway, <laughs> you're in this western-styled saloon. And behind the bar, uh, the bartender is wearing like a starched white shirt and a black vest, uh, a lizard folk man with a little pair of crystalline spectacles on the end of his nose. And uh, he takes your gold piece. He's like, well, hello, kind stranger. What information can I offer you today? Does he look like Rango? <laughs> no, we already met Rango somewhere else. We already uh -huh. met Rango in a different part of this world. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you're from around these parts, Mr. Goat. Uh, not per se. Uh, I, I'm more here visiting a, a, a friend, and I'm looking to uh, gain access to the train, and I... Figured I could purchase a ticket directly from, you know, the conductor or something like that. So I was just wondering where they like to, you know, like usually hang out during the day. 
Well, son, uh, you know where that train goes, don't ya? Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're going the opposite direction. We figured we'd just jump on the train now and then save ourselves from having the board later, that kind of thing, you know. Uh, roll persuasion. I can do that. This is the most bard energy that we've seen from Treble in, like, a while. And I'm proud of him, and I hope it works. <laughs> uh, it, it, I'm assuming it does not, because I got eight. <laughs> oh. The bartender. Can we, can we retroactively say that someone was there to give him the help action, please? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Denied. No, Refuse. no. Absolutely not. I'm sad. Um, the bartender, he looks nonplussed. He looks unconvinced. And he puts down the glass that he was polishing and kind of puts his hands on the bar and leans over. Listen here, my good satyr. Many people have tried to pull the wool over the eyes of Lyle Nightstar, and no one's succeeded just yet. So you tell old Lyle what it is you're actually doing, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'll uh, throw a bone your way. You hear? Okay, at this point, Treble's going to pull out his leather pouch of gold and put it on the table, and he's going to say, uh, how much gold for you to not ask any more questions? (laughs) Okay. Well, given that it's the middle of the desert and my only clientele comes off of that train, and given that Lyle Nightstar is an honorable man, uh... Let's call it ten. All right, I I pull out uh, twelve gold and slide it to him. This conversation the, uh, is costing you seventeen gold to learn nothing. <laughs> We're gonna learn the, things. Have faith. The, <laughs> the the extra gold there is for uh, you not remembering us at all. How's that sound? Well, I so, have a mind like a steel trap in a rainstorm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I drifted into Morgan there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so once again, as, as I kind of push the gold closer to him, uh, once again, just need information on where the conductors like to hang out. Well, it's a prison train, so the conductors usually just arrive shortly before the train is is slated to depart. Um, Right, but it's having like a, having like a said that, you know, like when you fly southwest, sometimes you get uh, put yeah, in that special like a pe- room. Like, like a pilot lounge. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the executive lounge for train users, uh, <laughs> for train conductors. Train users. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why I went with users there. The train pilot. <laughs> the train pilot. Yeah. Well. You may find, uh, I wouldn't know this personally, but if you were to go to the station and look on or around Platform 2, you may find an unmarked room, which may or may not periodically contain train conductors. Train balance. (laughs) I uh, appreciate your information on all the various cactus that live around here, and I give him a wink. But like, Trouble doesn't wink very well, so it's kind of like one of those like squints 
Like, but he uses both of his eyes. Like, I like that you've made that character choice. <laughs> like, just Treble doesn't wink very well. <laughs> the old blinky wink. The blinky wink. Is that Don't some sort of euphemism from up north? <laughs> well, by the by, you should know that most of the conductors are fairly heavily vetted. Um... You may also find there are some other passengers that gather in there as well. Okay. Should well, you that's... wish for more pleasant conversationalists. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what we're looking for, is good conversation. You know, to pass the time until the train arrives. So, uh, I to think me To go to and... prison. <laughs> the train <laughs> arrives to go to prison. I want to whisper uh, in Treble's ear... Trouble. Ask him how much security's on the train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you make this conversation useful. My, I think my, it's pretty. Useful. My friend here, he's. You see, he's the biggest up-and-coming clown in the clown scene, <laughs> and he is doing a presentation aboard the train for all of the the guards Fuck and stuff. Off. So, but in order to like successfully do his routine. He needs to know, like, roughly how many people are on board of the train, because, you know, he needs to know how many balloons to bring to make into, like, balloon animals and stuff like that. Roll so. deception. Right, I'm the famous cowboy clown, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, man. No. He's been that for weeks, you know it. <laughs> weeks. It was can, worth it. Does that I'll give me inspiration or something? Can I? No, can I? it gives you disadvantage. I think it gives it. It definitely gives yes. someone something. It can definitely roll, is giving right now. Can I roll performance? And if I roll well, it helps Trebles roll. You know what? I'll say yes. I like that. <laughs> Well, Seems I didn't good... do very good. Turns out I'm not very good at performances. I got an ace. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, all right, I'm rolling persuasion. Damn it, I got a 12. <laughs> yeah, this conversation is so... awful. Wait, deception, not persuasion. Oh, deception. I'm done. Is that any better? <laughs> Let's no. see. It is exactly the same <laughs> role. <laughs> Some people, like, you know, bards that... can take... Liars. Specific that, that proficiency in things. Um, okay. So, with that, I'm gonna say... Uh, the bartender squints at both of you. Like, Well, son, normally I'd say don't quit your day job, speaking to you, Herman. <laughs> but in your case, I think you desperately need employment. <laughs> Tell you what, I... They tend to be... Uh, the number of guards varies. They're always transporting prisoners and such. Um, typically speaking, though, they'll have the conductor, some sort of officer type, uh, and then usually four to five other regular folk, and then there's usually some sort of... Uh, well, I'm not really sure. Some sort of entity... They try and keep folks away from that section of the train, and being a humble bartender such as myself, I never never have the need to, to visit. Uh, 
There is also a VIP car on the train, and never been in there, so couldn't tell you who all is contained therein. So, like a VIP, like the VIP people definitely like clowns, right? Is what you're saying? <laughs> well, they work with the government, so of course they're. They're already clowns. They're already clowns. <laughs> Damn it! There are already clowns on board. The bartender said, looking directly to the camera. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, feels good. Feels right. I don't know. I, I can't say that this train gets a lot of uh, personal entertainment. Although, and he kind of looks around and then leans in, I've heard tell that there is actually going to be a magician on this here train. My Damn arch it. enemy. <laughs> Which magician? <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. If you'd like to listen to the rest of this episode, head on over to our Patreon. We had some technical difficulties with this episode and unfortunately lost much of Bobby's audio, but we decided to release it on our Patreon as it was just too much good content to pass up on. All this content is available at any level over on our Patreon. Otherwise, our next episode will provide an excellent recap. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.